the Sydney Cricket Ground. What a shot under pressure. This is where gold, the best kind of gold. What a legend. What a champion. We are in the studio, we are back, and we've got a bumper edition. We're sponsored, as always, by mintsports.com.au. Oh, We're also best. sponsored they're this week best. by Pat Mahomes Chrome Domes Anti-Hair Salon. <laughs> Come on down to Pat Mahomes Chrome Domes Anti-Hair Salon for all your Chrome Domes Anti-Hair Salon Ooh. needs. The opposite of hair. He doesn't want hair. Yeah, so what's an anti-hair salon? So not growing hair, not giving some bald man hair, just staying bald. Staying bald. Pardon the pun. It doesn't sound like there's many overheads. It does sound pretty <laughs> cheap in terms of a salon. Mate, we pray as always to the sporting gods. Let us pray. Let I us do. pray that we are yep. still podcasting at the age of 101. Let us pray that Meso names a dildo after me. It is not that kind of show, folks. <laughs> and let us pray that no one gets too pissed at the golf and enjoys themselves just a little bit too much in the name of. In the name of. Yoko Zuna. Zuna. Okay. The, the million, million dollar, dollar man, man Ted, Ted DiBiase. Everybody's got a price, Sonny. Yeah, apparently 10 mil. Coco, Coco beware. beware. I feel like you're stitching me up here. I don't know a single person so far. And Brett. Brett the Hitman hit Heart. One of the greats. Can you give me a very brief, yeah, if we're in an elevator, the elevator pitch, the blink mm-hmm. list on the first three? Yokozuna used to do the bonsai drop, stereotype much. Bonsai drop? What, he'd like prune a little bit off the rope before he jumped on you? He'd get up on the rope and jump with his ass on top of someone. It's <laughs> called the bonsai drop. Okay. Took Undertaker out of WrestleMania 7. Big match. Yeah, how'd I forget it? Million dollar man Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Just a million dollar man taking over matches, paying for people. He beat everyone, just paying Bad. them off. Real heel. Oh, yeah. Had a great laugh too. Like, <laughs> real cackle, real gargamel. <laughs> Yeah, real cackle. Coco Beware had a parrot on his shoulder. I mean, that's the that 80s. Was it? I mean, do we need anything else? It's cocaine and parrots. They're running out of drugs and gimmicks, aren't they, at that point? Cocaine and parrots. He's not even a pirate. Was he a pirate? <laughs> no. No, he just got it, came out. He's a black guy with blonde hair and a parrot, yellow parrot on his shoulder. And I was all in. Made sense to me. Absolutely. Made absolute sense to me. And then there's the man, Brett Hitman Hart. The best there was, the best there is, the best there ever will be. One of the greats. There you have anyone. Hey, special thanks also goes out to producer Eggman. The oh, Eggman. Oh, what oh. can you tell the people about producer Eggman? Do they know Mate, the Eggman? Mm. The Eggman. Let me let me take these off. I'll tell you one thing. Wow, he's not going to be wearing these Sunnies for that long. It's, no, the sunnies are off. Couldn't see a thing. Are you sweating it up? Sweating it up there. Fuck. You know you sweat a lot when you get eyeballs sweat. <laughs> never had it. <laughs> I never had it. I never had it. Listen, the Eggman. Yeah. He actually the Eggman. He laid an egg. He laid an egg. <laughs> so it's not like an ironic nickname, not like Tiny in prison. He's an egg man. Our producer laid an egg. Or is he the result of the egg? He's the egg man. 
he was born in an egg. Whoa. And then he laid an egg. News. And then so on and then so on. Wow. In that egg, Sonny, in that egg. It wasn't mm. a little birdie, little chip chip birdie. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a little chip chip. It was, there was a note in the egg <laughs> that said, who came first, Warwick Kappa or the brothel? And it's just one of those questions. I am the egg man. Let's do some sport. Bang. Oh, baby. You know what time it is. It's time to get those pants off, baby. And get ready and sit back. Put that incense right around that room now. It's time for Sonny's main sport headlines. Oh, yeah. Drop that beat. Super Bowl of Turd Soup 2. Oh. Kansas City Chiefs become the first team to defend the title in 19 years, eventually overcoming the 49ers mm. with the last play of overtime, 25-22. Mm. I know it's not your favourite sport, Mace. What were your thoughts on the occasion? Well, I was a bit oh, up and down. I, I think I messaged you in the first half and said, oh, Jesus, game is shit. The greatest. And then in the second half, I went, it's not too bad, actually. It's not too bad. You know what's amazing? I got both messages at once. <laughs> Where it was heating up and you go, Super Bowl is so shit, this game sucks. And literally a second later, but in real time, it was 40 minutes, you're like, yeah, yeah pretty, good. pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. I thought Kelsey should have won the MVP. I think he won it for Kansas City. Did you hear him sing Viva Las Vegas post-game? It was the one of the worst things. Absolute ear cancer. Your girlfriend sings professionally, mate. Leave it up to her. It was putrid. Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! Viva! Viva Las Vegas! <laughs> hey, Elvis never had it better than that right there, let me tell you. It's the things around this sport that make me... Happy? Well, that is the sport, isn't it? Exactly right. I thought the anthem was a bit... I thought Reba didn't step up. You had the unders, did you? I thought Reba didn't have it. It didn't sound good. What did you think of Usher? Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Mm. Dude, too dancey and too... too Get dancey. your hands off Alicia Keys. Get your hands off her. The funny thing is, I actually had it accidentally on mute for about 30 seconds and I was cracking up because mm. <laughs> he was kind of just doing five dance moves in a phone booth, like sort of jerking his way around and then spinning <laughs> and then all of a sudden he'd be like, is he taking his top off? Mate. What's going on? Is he on roller skates? It's incredible though, isn't it? Like he, Apparently he's now got 152 dates from just doing that. He got 152 dates from it? Wow. Super Bowl Tinder. Yeah, 152 dates, including Reba. Reba is one of his dates. Yeah. <laughs> Reba and Usher. First you heard of it. Where would you take Reba on a date? She hogs and breath? Be like a hogs and breath kind of girl. Hogs and breath? Hogs and breath. <laughs> <laughs> Fair restaurant. Uh, would you like the hog section or the breath section? <laughs> Wouldn't have thought so. Now, there are a lot of questions I found on Reddit from people who've never gone on a date before, and so I wanted to get those out of the way really quickly before we move on. Where should I go for a first date? Hogs Breath Cafe. Our hogs fatality. It's more your taste. Call 1-800-HOGSTER. 
to tennis now. The Oz Open has been run and won. That is in the rearview mirror. Mm. And our man, mate, Novak Djokovic, he took some time out from the bathroom breaks and hugging fig trees in the Botanic Gardens to relinquish his reign of beige terror at Melbourne Park. You see the no jab man saying that uh, there's a specific fig tree that grounds him. I did, mate. Yeah. And look, all I'm taking from this photo is that he's clearly in a sexual relationship with a tree. You reckon? He's getting a root, literally. Clearly. You're going out on a limb That's and saying he's getting a root. Clearly. Uh-huh. In a relationship with a tree. I mean, that's what I'm looking at. Okay, run me through it. The way he's standing there. Mm. He's in doggy already. He's already in doggy. Stumpy. He's in stump position. He's stumping. Crikey. He's actually stumping. That's the term. Yeah, right. He's <laughs> here first. Instead of farking, they're barking. They're barking. Doggy barking. Very good. And the semen is sat. Okay. Go on. Okay. Continue. Okay. <laughs> He's an old romantic. Gets real sappy. <laughs> real <laughs> sappy. His quote, though, he said it was his favourite friend in Melbourne. Been out here for two decades. Two decades. <laughs> oh, yeah? Pretty short list of Melbourne chums I'm tipping the tree pipped. Heaps of mates, have you? Fucking <laughs> hell. Oh, it's me best mate in Melbourne. Okay, you're going to have to leave the park, mate. We close at nine. Such a good listener. Such a good listener. <laughs> no, he's a good glistener, mate. Get out. Sprinklers are on. Hypnotic, erotic. Well, there's, there's one particular tree that I've been uh, having special relationship with, so to say, in the last 15 years. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it, you know, discreet for myself when I'm there to have my own time. And, uh, yeah, I just like to connect, ground myself and connect with that old friend. I just So Joker could not add to his 24 titles and one haircut last month. He lost to eventual winner and uncontested holder of the title. Least Italian-looking man ever, Yannick Sinner. <laughs> and the flagless Ariana Sabalenka, Jezalenko, you beauty, went back-to-back in the ladies' side of the draw. Quick shout-out in tennis to Victorian Len Spence, Mace. Len Spence. Who is still coming to the net mm. every week playing tennis at the ripe old age of 101. Wow. When asked about his incredible longevity, the Centurion stated it was, quote, eh, just luck. He then went on to say that his mother and grandmother both lived past 100 and he has never smoked or drunk booze. Yeah, that'd do it. Maybe not just luck then, <laughs> eh? Maybe something genetic and uh, relating to healthy living there. <laughs> what do you reckon, champ? Nah, just dumb luck. <laughs> Hang on, I'll call me mum. She's 240 and never touched a drop. She reckons we're real lucky. Come on, Len. Well, that's just good genes. NRL, mate, in Vegas is just around yeah. the corner with no less than 12. That is 12 players had a nervous wait to see if they were allowed access to the US. <laughs> uh, that's 12 from just four teams for anyone doing the maths out there. That's 12 players from the four teams who were playing who had to make sure their criminal charges allowed them in. And all of the Dirty Dozen have now received visas to, yep, Las Vegas. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> what happens in Vegas will, be, will be reported, unfortunately, for them. So it's going to be interesting. Two of those Vegas-bound Brisbane Broncos, the leadership duo of Patrick Carrigan and Adam oh. Reynolds, they decided to get a jump on the team and tease the carnage ahead by tempting fate and engaging in a drunken scuffle in the heart of Brisbane. What were your thoughts on that little Mate. technical move preseason? Oh, I look- 
not big names in the team. No, <laughs> just the big. skipper, the vice captain, origin players. <laughs> wouldn't worry about it. Skipper and vice captain have an absolute brawl in the middle of town. <laughs> I mean, what, it's, it's contemporary art. Like, is this for real? Are they really doing this? The new Tassie team's going to do it at Mona for sure. Mate, <laughs> did you see the footage? It was a bit of stacks on the mill, boys will be boys stuff, but then you sort of factor in they're at a fan day all day, signing autographs, kissing babies, no worries. All right, duty's done. What are we doing, boys? Oh, a couple of refreshing hours. Pretty humid. Cheers. Fast forward, it's three in the morning and they're all basically Greco-Roman wrestling in the CBD and shock horror. Couple of footy players, full to the gills, got a little bit too aggressive. It's just incredible. It's Every not, though, is year, it? It's not. That's what's not incredible. Love how they owned up to it, but could not stop laughing at the two of them in that press conference. Oh, so sheepish. Yeah, it's our fault. Yeah, no, just oh. want to take a uh, line, full responsibility, full responsibility for line, oh, my actions. And um, yeah, I just want to echo what Renault said and like, you know, we'll move forward. Stop asking us about it. Like just kept saying how they're going to move forward. I'm like, yeah, not really up to you. Kind of like we've got to wait for the cops. We've got to like ask questions about what happened. No, I'm afraid we've owned it and we're moving forward. Can you just go on a murder spree, can you? I just shot 27 kids at a preschool. But you know what? I take full responsibility. Moving forward. And I'm just going to move forward. Next question. No, we want to know about the brawl. Nah, we're moving forward. See you in Vegas. As a club, we're moving forward, and um, yeah, I'm, um, I'm standing side by side with Adam, and I uh, take responsibility for that. We take full responsibility of what happened. Obviously, not good enough. Um, looking back to getting on the front foot and owning what we've done. Um, looking forward to getting moving forward now, and um, yeah, Baronet. To wrestling. Let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> have we got a guest, have we? Let me tell you something, brother. All you Hulkamaniacs <laughs> run wild on you. What do you want to talk about? Nothing now. About? I just want you to do that. Don't like wrestling much? <laughs> <laughs> do you know much about wrestling? Cheers. Not much. What, what's been happening? Mate, there's been a bit of news with, firstly, The Rock is now a heel. I don't even know what these words mean, but hey, <laughs> apparently it's all happening in the WWE universe. So all those 15-year-olds <laughs> chugging mother cans in their mum's basement are really up in arms. Anyway, former WWE head honcho, part man, part evil lizard. Mm. Damn, he looks like a lizard. <laughs> Vince McMahon. He's in a lot of hot water. Vince McLizard Man has refuted allegations he defecated on a woman, amongst other things, during a wild threesome. By the way, guys, don't need the word wild. Defecation's involved. Threesome's fine. And, Mace, mm. he named sex toys after wrestlers. Now, full disclosure, this story is actually pretty bleak because he's accused Awful. of assault and manipulation and all manner of vile, heinous, degrading stuff. and, and Sex trafficking. Mate, it's, it's disturbing. He's an absolute, mm -hmm. well, I was about to say mm. piece of shit, but that is part of his forte, I suppose. He defecated on top of them, so some real mm. Roddy Rowdy pooper vibes from the boss, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure we can move forward from Vince McScatman. <laughs> It could be all over Listen. Brett the Shitman fart. <laughs> I'll never say that again. 
say his name again without laughing. Brett the shitman fart. Brett the shitman fart. Oh, mate, don't let him come off the top rope. Let me give you the drum. Listen, this is a huge story. Yeah, this massive. is the kingpin of wrestling Absolutely. over the last This isn't number years. one story. This is a big number two. This is a big, big number two. Look, this guy <laughs> is basically who... A lizard, yep. All the, basically a lizard. But this is all the wrestlers are idolised, this guy. They are constantly trying to... Do they, though, or do they fear him? They do. What's the difference between idolising in public and fearing him? They admire him. They admire him. His say is what they want. Right, the father figure. Father figure of so many. Okay. But I'll tell you what, you could pick it a mile away, couldn't you? I mean, if you Google Vincent Mann images... Oh. It's with his top off with a chain around his neck covered in banana oil. And what do you do for work, mate? Oh, I actually orchestrate, <laughs> I puppeteer... The world's biggest pantomime, and everyone froths over it. Oh yeah, what gets you off in the sack? You don't want to know. <laughs> the amount of shit you see watching wrestling—that's his brainchild. It's like, oh yeah, I wonder what really gets him off. I'll never forget how strange he was in one of the great docos, Beyond the Mat, when a mm. wrestler came in. He said, "Look, look, you're a wrestler, but you need a gimmick. You need a gimmick. A parrot on your shoulder." And this guy, <laughs> and this guy said, "I can throw up on command." And he goes. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm going to call you puke, and you're going to come out and puke in the middle of the ring. Cuts to this poor bloke puking in his office and him going, oh, my God, look at him puking. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm feeling really uneasy about this, Mace. I'm not joking. Seeing your face transform and doing his voice and yeah. then going, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> I reckon most people would have the involuntary action of puking if someone did that to them. Puke. That's a funny word. Can I use that? But what did catch my eye, mate, is sure. Lizard McScatman allegedly naming some of the dildos after wrestlers. You're oh. a big wrestling connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Would you have any that you would spring to mind? Jake the the snake. Jake the snake's pretty strong. Yeah, that's strong. Jake the snake. King Kong Bundy. King um, King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bummy for backdoor. King Kong Bummy. Uh, <laughs> the ultimate purple-headed warrior. <laughs> I feel like you've got a few. Oh, I want to. The cum to taker. The cum to taker. Jesus. Can you not ruin all my wrestling history in four minutes? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to sully the name of the puke, am I? <laughs> what about the Iron Queef? Iron Queef, very good. Very good. You want to come around and have a threesome with me and Dick Flair? <laughs> oh, that's enough. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and I got a limousine sitting out there a mile long with 25 women just dying for me to go... To football now and the Socceroos Asian Cup quarterfinal loss to South Korea. was followed by mm. some immense online abuse. Not cool, guys. Mm. We know it's frustrating to watch Asian Cup at 2 in the morning, but don't get online and abuse them. <laughs> Qatar, the eventual winners there, at home with a 3-1 win over Jordan. Mm. They became the first team to go back-to-back in the last 20 years. It was a hat-trick of pens from Akram Afif. A little bit overshadowed by the strikers' magic card celebration. I don't know if you saw this, uh. so. Amazing. Big fan. Um, Interesting. Well, I just thought, who's got time for that shit? For anyone who didn't see it. Sure. And we can post this. He pulled Khashoggi's head out of his... (laughs) 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 So this is what happened. If anyone didn't see it, he had a magician's hat 
And he pulled Khashoggi's head out and said, <laughs> I finally found him. And that's what the goal celebration was. You wouldn't believe it. So for anyone who didn't see it, he scored, he quite literally, hat-trick in a final, you'd think amazing. They were all penalties mm. from 12 yards. Fair mm. anti-climax. He scored his first, yeah. pulled down his sock. He then pulled out a two cards, a deck of cards. I feel lame saying it. A magic trick out of his sock and did a little shimmy with his hand. He hardly David blamed it and went in the back of the onion bag for an hour. But S. So it was a picture of him and then did it go into a snake or a cobra or something? Or was it an S? Change it to an S. Bring out the, the saw and cut a girl in half. I mean, if you don't go there, go, the whole go full Copperfield. Like playing the straitjacket the whole game. Yeah. Play the whole game in the straitjacket. It's him constantly trying to get out of it the whole 90 minutes. And then he comes out and he fucking gets out of it. Mel Gibson does the shoulder. Bang, bang on the post. <laughs> and then he gets minute. out. You're cross-pollinating a lot of great references here. So he, sure. he scores. Yep. Let me run you through this. You're saying, for starters, too much effort to have a card in his sock. However, not too much effort mm-hmm. to score, put yourself in a straight jacket, play the rest of the game out, pop your shoulder out in order to get out of the straight jacket, and then what? Jump out of a building on a toilet. What are you talking about? I'm in the straight jacket at the anthems at the start. So when he goes to shake the hands, no yeah. one can shake his hand. He didn't put his hand on his heart. He doesn't mean it. <laughs> Goal! Houdini Jr. here, but he can free himself inside of five minutes. Goal! A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Goal! So he scores that and does his magic trick, and I'm thinking, okay. Right. Hope he bangs another one in. Oh, what's going to be next? Yeah! Yeah! So Copperfield did the chains and he disappeared, the Statue of Liberty, and then I think for his closing act he rooted Claudia Schiffer for like 10 years and everyone was like, how? How? Teach us how. So anyway, I was waiting for him to start banging like Claudia Schiffer or something. He scores the second. Nothing. Pupkus, nothing. Elsewhere in football, Mace, Jurgen Klopp announces he's going to be leaving Liverpool at season's end. The Reds currently in a three-way title challenge. With Man City and Arsenal. Hey, still no word from Lord Panic <sighs> on any punishment surrounding the potential 115 charges labelled at the Saudi-backed Mank Juggernaut. Up. They might have been in a thief's sock. <laughs> but he made all the charges disappear. <laughs> so, this is the magic trick, huh? Illusion, Michael. Mm. Trick is something a whore does for money. Are you across the African... Cup of Nations, Court d'Ivoire's incredible home run. I am not. Let me run you through it quickly. Talk to me. So Please. they suffered a disastrous four-block loss to the powerhouse Equatorial Guinea in the final group stage game. <laughs> That's the worst result from any host nation in the competition's 67-year wow. history. Cue the mm. rioting, cars getting torched, shop fronts burnt out. Mm-hmm. Their 70-year-old mm. French manager is sacked. He is immediately replaced mid-tournament by a 40-year-old former Reading midfielder. Emissy Fay, who's never coached before. But it doesn't matter because wow. they're out of the tournament anyway. Then, Ghana concede twice in injury time against powerhouse Mozambique and Zambia lose to actual powerhouse Morocco, meaning because of those results in different groups, miraculously the Ivory Coast sneak into the round of 16. 
but no there's way. been rioting through the streets about how bad they are wow. and the coaching staff's been sacked. So the new coach takes over. After an 86th minute penalty, they eke past mm. Senegal in a shootout. Mm. Then in the quarterfinal against Powerhouse Mali, they equalise mm. in the very last minute, then score the winner in injury time of extra time. Team of destiny much. The semi-final, oh and they somehow scrape past Powerhouse Congo, one zip, before eventually coming from behind to beat Nigeria in the final. The winning goal scored by Sebastian Haller. Oh, yeah, Hammers, man. Who just 18 months ago was focused on balls of a different kind. If you remember, we spoke about this. He was diagnosed with testicular cancer. So mm. for those playing at home, that's none in the sack for Seb, but importantly one in the back of the net. And Cote d'Ivoire win it <laughs> under the new coach who is now four and zip. The entire wow. country is in matches. That is incredible. Sorry about the riding last week. I thought we were done. Oh, Isn't that wild? Should be that a coach, that 70-year-old coach. Oh, oh. Frenchy. Just out the front of Centrelink. Oh, sleep well, Frenchie. <laughs> Won't be up for the year. Looking at your roof, are you? The last message he sent to all his WhatsApp groups. Oh, look, don't tell me any of the scores I'm going to watch later. Do not watch later. <laughs> Pat Mahomes Chrome Domes Anti-Hair Salon. Come down to Pat Mahomes Chrome Domes Anti-Hair Salon. The people have spoken. Hair is no more. And for anyone with hair, give it up. It's the bald way of life now. Hair, fuck off. Pat Mahomes Chrome Domes Anti-Hair Salon. Hair, no more. Go fuck yourself, hair. F1, mate, and snore. Snore, Lewis Hat Hamilton. I think he might be with Pat Mahomes, Mob, if you don't mind. <laughs> Lewis Hat Hamilton will be behind the wheel of a Ferrari when this season's carbon footprint wow. tour kicks off. Exciting news. Hey, ask Mace, have you seen the film Ferrari? Have not. Don't bother. It's pretty shit. Next, sure. it's cricket. Yeah. Glenn Maxwell gets on the source in the city of churches watching Richard Cheekwee on the base and the golf cart kid doesn't <laughs> disappoint. He comes back from a hospital stint in the same city, imperiously smacking 120 off just 55 balls. Freak show, big show. Maybe he needs to just get himself knocked out. Reckon the ding-dong in the upstairs department helps him get through the games. I reckon the old upstairs ding-dong department, bit of the old Coopers induced concussion might be the way forward for the golf cart, kid. <laughs> so just 10 rounds before any game. Yeah. Just 10 rounds in the ring. How you feeling, mate? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Pretty clear. I know my intention. <laughs> Righto, someone smack him. Warner just decks him before every inning. <laughs> what happened? Uh, Warner hit you. Fuck, did I turn up? Yeah, again. <laughs> you got knocked the fuck out, man. To golf now, Meso, and the Phoenix Open, a.k.a. the People's Open, and organisers of the People's Open discovered what anyone who's ever been outside after midnight already knows. When drunk, people are jerks. The Waste Management <laughs> Phoenix Open. Uh, where everyone managed great to get wasted. <laughs> what a great name. Great name. Did you see these scenes? Oh, what is going on? Where? What's happened to okay. these people? Was it a party and the golf decided to invite itself? So there were wild scenes. I mean, wild for golf. Let's just calm down. But fans invading bunkers and creating, you know, sand angels and they were hurling cans onto the green. The bars were actually closed early and heaps of ticket-holding fans were left stranded outside the gates, mm. it was a PGA event and it's always been the party event in Phoenix. Like every right, year, it okay, is known okay. for it. Like people line sure. up at three in the morning to go out to the 16th hole and just 
Tie one on, man. Woo! <laughs> Smash potatoes. Get in the hole. So, yeah, who can blame them? Just purists. <laughs> but it got a bit out of hand and about 54 yeah, people know. got arrested. Love it. I love it. Taking golf to another level. Golf's shit. <laughs> Boring and rich old men love it. And they'd be crying, crying into their money, these old men. I saw two big fat naked bikers in the woods off 17 having sex. How am I supposed to chip with that going on, Doug? I've got some quotes here. So Zach Johnson firing up. Zach Johnson. Might as well be shooting me, Gavin. Okay, Zach. <laughs> like, this is out loud to the fans. I'm just so sick sure. of it. Shut up. And then you got William Horschel firing up. William Horschel. He stinks of a third. William Horschel the third, doesn't he? Does. Real plantation vibes on Horshey boy. What was he saying? What was Willie saying? Willie, he said, shut the hell up, man. I'm trying to hit a goddamn golf shot here. This is our fucking job. Oh, wow. And you know what? Yeah, it is their job. And I looked up William Horschel, and he has received the miserly sum of $35 million in prize money for his job. So part of me thinks, sit there and let people drink piss while you hit a ball and chase it around and pick it out of a little hole. Get over yourselves, golf. Put some earmuffs on. Pretty simple Just muff it. You can say whatever you want. Muff yourself. (laughs) Put your caddy. Make your caddy muff you. I don't know why you got to do it in front of the kid with the effing. All you got to do is say earmuffs to him. Earmuffs. And he can say, fuck, shit, bitch, whatever you want. Cock, balls. Okay, I'm just proving a point. You don't have to celebrate it, Frank. The crowd had some real... Frat vibes. Nah, not the crowd's fault. Yeah, I get it they as know well. What they're up for. Yeah, but they're it's bad the on the piss, mate. So when you look at that crowd, I mean, it doesn't scream diversity, but what sporting event really does, <laughs> it's a lot of dudes getting off some pretty lizard man, scat man style crimes because daddy's got a legal team in his back pocket. Like, there's some bad people in that stand, I reckon. Shocking. If you can afford $8 cans and anytime there's a birdie, you throw your can onto the green. Mm. Maybe they should shut the bars. Like, if it's your round and you threw a full can, I'd be like, dude, not cool. That That's not really cool, man. The players should get hissed as well. Okay. They should match Each hole. what they're doing. That's what they should be doing. Yep, They like should it. be drinking as well and doing a bit of fencing with the golf clubs on the, at the holes and trying to, you know. Excuse me? Really getting involved. In what's happening at the Waste Management Tournament. The Waste Management Tournament involves the crowd going nuts, the players on the piss, and then... Fighting. Fighting. Punching on. Can we get rid of the golf element and the fans and just get these guys fighting? I think it's called UFC. Like bum wars. Can we get bum fights? Remember that? When the the internet was first around, it was like, well, what are we going to do with the internet? Oh, we can correspond with people on the other side of the world and see what it's like. We could offer those two dudes 20 bucks and see who pulls a plier out first. It was intense. Bum fight. Yeah, that was that was Vince McMahon territory. That was like sitting on it and making it go numbs, not doing it for me anymore. It was the internet, didn't know what it was, didn't know where it was at. <laughs> internet, eh? Yes, indeedy. On that 16th, when there was a hole in one, they all go absolutely berserk, obviously. But the commentary of the bloke, the Seppo commentator, was just great. It was perfect for that sort of party hole. Bang, shot goes in, hole in one. He just goes, boom, cocktails. <laughs> like, watching golf. It's on the 16th and this guy's like 50th on the leaderboard and he gets a hole in one. Like, it's awesome. It's hole in one, but it's just like, cocktails. <laughs> like, I just have an image of him just being like, uh, four old fashions. Like, he finally gets to sink cans. It's real life Caddyshack, isn't it? Oh. It's like the last few scenes of Caddyshack. <laughs> Absolutely. Is 
Yeah. That's what's happening. And it's then they turn around incredible. and go, we're really sorry. We don't know what happened. We've got to make sure it doesn't happen again. It's like, no, all the people who didn't get let in went home and watched Caddyshack. They just want to be in. That's all it is. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get laid. Damn, cocktails. To basketball, mate, and the NBA in January saw no less than five, that is five 60-point-plus games. Wow, Luka Doncic with the Mammoth, 73 against Atlanta. Wow. No one alive has ever done better. No one alive. Well, yeah. Wilt and Kobe did, but eh. <laughs> Valet. Jason Kidd, post-game, Luca's coach, mm. was asked whether the dependence on his scoring disrupted the game plan. Did you hear his response? No, what did he say? He is the game plan. Oh. Kind of like oh. it, though. It's like, what, you got a bloke who can score 73? It's like, yeah, it's real disruptive. Nah, get him the fucking ball. Yeah. You just don't like it. I just, the idea of team in basketball is gone. I looked it up. I think it was seven assists because that was my thing. I was like, give someone else a go. But then if you can score 73, you know what's weird? Out of those 60-point games, two yeah. of them lost. Yeah. And that's when I started thinking like, okay, awesome booker. Yeah. You got 62. You lost. You lost, mate. That's it's- the same as Doncic. One of those games, he lost. And an injury in waiting, praying Mantis, Victor the Moa Wembenyama notches up 10, 10 blocks in a triple-double to the Victor. Mm. Goes the spoils to surfing. You! You! Dude, you get the best barrels ever, dude. Just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip. Whoop, drop down. Snap, and then after that. You just drop in, just ride the barrel and get pitted, so pitted like that. And Carissa Moore and Steph Gilmore are no more. The champs step away from the tour, creating a vacuum in the comp. They have <laughs> utterly dominated. They've won 13 of the last 16 titles between them. Steph taking time away from pro surfing to, you guessed it, Mace, go surfing. You! <laughs> just ride the barrel and get pitted, so pitted like that. Horse racing now. And former mm. AFL boss, everywhere man, Gillen uh. McLaughlin, is strongly favoured to inch one step closer to his dream job of personally inseminating a few ponies. Polo boy rumoured to be taking the reins at Racing Victoria. Tell you what, people do Feb fast. Can we do Polo boy fast? <laughs> like any danger we could get a month off this foppy-haired, fish-lipped, fox-hunting twat? Is there a chance? Not a chance. <laughs> Just give me that chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. Couldn't he be the most untrustworthy looking dude of all time? Like, so something's there, something dark. I reckon he's got an S&M vineyard, like a whipping vineyard. So you drink like a Merlot <laughs> while being whipped. I say whip it. I am not drinking any fucking Merlot. Whip it good. Okay, okay. Whip. Relax, Miles. I say whip it. Jesus, no Merlot. Whip it good. Finally, Mace, it's the mm. World Cup. That's right. It's the sport that's been on everyone's lips and computer screens, the GeoGuessr World Cup. Love it. And for those who are uninitiated, I want you to meet a little man by the name of Oscar Pierce. Oscar spends the vast majority of his time training for the GeoGuessr World Cup and presumably the rest of the time just being a mad rooter. This is a World <laughs> Cup whereby competitors from 24 countries <laughs> attempt to look at their computer screen and using Google ascertain where they are according to the image on that screen. So. Incredible. Are you across the GeoGuessr World Cup much, Mace? 
I sent you a clip. Big fan. Big fan. Love this shit. Uh-huh. So he's looking at a location and uh-huh. he's, it's just incredible. And he's got to find his way. He's got to find out where it is. Yeah, so right? when you go on Google Images or Google Maps, whatever incredible. it is, road maps, and it's like, yeah. oh, cool, I can see yeah. my old school. If you were to put a random one up in like the desert, they all get that image and it's like, all right, who's the first to say it's Arizona? Like it's incredibly Brilliant. sexy stuff. He's an absolute mad rooter. Really so cool. For the next seven months, Mace, mad rooter Oscar Pierce is hoping to spend about eight hours per day guessing where he is in the world, but from his computer, obviously. Uh, I've got some, <laughs> I've got some thoughts as to where he is in the world currently, but that's okay. So he'll take into account things like landscape, language on a sign, which side of the road cars might be on, anything like that to sort of. Find the solution. So, I mean, genius. if nothing else, it's a hell of a spectator sport. Oscar Pierce, he's a genius. Yeah, that's, that's the, the word man, I was looking man. for. Let him work. Mm-hmm. It's the equivalent of when you're blind and you wake up in someone's <laughs> room and you're like, where am I? Okay. <laughs> what clues do I have? <laughs> I'm somewhere where they sell garlic and putridity. Okay, so I've had a kebab in the last four hours. Okay, okay. Um, Someone has soiled themselves and I am the only one here. Can't find my pants. All right. Can I phone a friend? Can I call the mad rooter Oscar Pierce? Yeah, Aussie, mate, I'm just, you've shat yourself at someone's house again, mate. God, you're good. Keep training, champ. Keep training. You know what would stump the entire field? An image of a vagina. Can anyone tell me? They'll be like, they'll be getting beards like in Castaway and stuff. Uh, it's somewhat mountainous, but there's a valley. Okay. Good luck, mate. Are you going to be the go to person when we lose something in the outback? Um, well, I definitely think that uh, I, I hope I can use my skills for good in that kind of way one day. Uh, but really, it's, you know, it's, it's just for the, love of the, it's for the love of the game at the moment, really. Would you call yourself a nerd? Uh, yes. Good, good. Me too. <laughs> I love him. I absolutely love him. Mad Rude appears, mate. Oh, I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. <laughs> Taking the next seven months off from, you know, like I said, Mad Rooting and stocking the shelves at Woolies <laughs> to train for the World Cup. <laughs> By the way, if you were on, if you're on Geo Guesser, it was like Mace Guesser. It's like, okay, and go. Dunny. It'd be like fastest finger first on, <laughs> on who wants to be a millionaire. You've all answered Dunny before the question was given. It's worth 50 grand. 50 grand? Who's backing this shit? What do you mean he'd spend that on? Interesting. What would he buy? What would he do with 50 grand? The Geo Guesser. What would he do? Fleshlight? But they don't deliver it. They just leave a note. It's somewhere in the neighbourhood. Oh, Find it. Always wished a flashlight was on Dragon's Den or something, where they just come out and that was one of the ideas on Shark Tank or something. Okay, what I'm looking for oh. is 200 grand for 4% of the product. And it's uh, this is obviously just a rudimentary version, but it's two bits of liver steak and a battery-powered uh, electric toothbrush. I'll give you four cents for 100% of it. Oh, he is a dragon. I'll take it. Fucking idiots always get crunched on that show. Always. He is a dragon. By the way, the name of that product could have been Dragon's Den. (laughs) You've seen the fleshlight. You've heard of the witch's sleeve. Introducing the Dragon's Den.
It's the nation's favourite sex toy. But do you understand where your fleshlights have been? Yeah, it's a current affair kicking the door in. Why won't you answer our questions? <laughs> we put our fleshlight in the pocket of this jacket and took it to the dry cleaners. And when we got it back, it was clean. And we were cleaned out. Where's our fleshlight? Oscar Pierce, unbeknownst <laughs> to him, has been living with the inventor of the fleshlight. Oh, imagine if he got lost on the piss. Hey, Oscar, where's your house? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I kind of know the confines of mum's basement. <laughs> the most worldly bloke on the planet is Mad Rude appears, has not <laughs> left the house. How are your steps today, mate? Yeah, nearly got one. <laughs> Far out. I could talk about Aussie Pierce all night, mate, but oh. we're going to have to make a manoeuvre. Hey, what have we learned? <laughs> it always gets me that question. It always gets me. What have we learned? 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 I mean, we always know the short answer, don't we? Three fifths of stuff all. Wrestling has a very, very dark history. Very mm. dark history for a fake business. It has some real, real dark shit. <laughs> what have you learned? I've learned not to rock up late to the Phoenix Open because you won't get on the cans. I've learned to back the Ivory Coast or Court d'Ivoire, depending on which side of the ledger you're on, because those guys are absolute stalwarts when it comes to coming back. Love it. I've learned that if you can get Mad Rude or Oscar Pierce away from the love shack for long enough, he will be able to locate where you are via a screen at all times with a sneeze guard on it. <laughs> and I've learned a little bit about producer Eggman, and I really look forward to learning Incredible, a little bit Incredible, isn't it? Unbelievable. So thanks to producer Eggman. Thanks to you, Mace. Hey, we promised ourselves about six months ago we'd never do evening records and we definitely said no late night records. And guess what? (laughs) The way that life has panned out, we're basically going to be recording at about midnight every Wednesday. So good luck. We either have to adapt our style or the ear bleeding is going to have to be tolerated (laughs) by our seven loyal listeners. How are people going to get in touch with us? X, formerly known as Twitter, maybe underscore underscore daily. That's X, formerly known as Twitter, maybe underscore underscore daily. And Instagram, maybe underscore underscore daily. That's Instagram, maybe underscore underscore daily. Follow and like our shit. You'll be able to. Follow and like our shit, please. All right, mate. So until next week, mate, you got to do two things for me. you got to yep. know that I love you and you got to stay mint. Stay mint. Stay I mint. I love you. Stay mint. No, you stay mint. What would you be called if you were a dildo? Hmm. The Masonic Injection. (laughs) Crikey. Hey, Reba's a classic on paper. I was like, who is Reba? And then I saw her and I was like, oh, that's Reba McIntyre. Absolutely. And still now I'm like, couldn't tell you what she was in. She's in City Slickers or something like that? She's in City Slickers as what role? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Doing what? Doing what? She's like Billy Crystal's like love interest back in the city. 
If that's true, that's an amazing pull. I reckon that's a horrible call, though. Because from my memory of City Slickers, he's <laughs> leaving home and he's like midlife crisis well, and he brings a cow back, loves it. But then there's old mate who looks like uh, Judge Reinhold that isn't Judge Reinhold, the goofy bastard who was one of the wet bandits. He ends up sleeping with like the chick who he works with at oh, Woolies or something. Anyway. What a terrible movie. Most <laughs> overrated movie. Most overrated actor. Billy Crystal's overrated. Mate. Overrated, overrated, a Billy Crystal. Mate, I'll take this to the grave. I'll put this on my tombstone. Over the loved ones. Odd move. Really odd move. What if you died tomorrow? You died tomorrow, you get hit by a bus. Here lies Mason sure. Tomain, 1984 to 2024. Billy Crystal, yeah. overrated. That's what I want on there. By the way, if you die in suspicious circumstances, first suspect. <laughs> Big Billy. Just give me a Billy Crystal case, go. All he's known for is hosting the Oscars. How do you think he got that gig? Do you think he got that gig just because they plucked him off the street? Or when Harry had... met Sally. Do yourself vote. When Harry met Sally. As in like the reason everyone right now knows the name of that film and that scene and the iconic classic rom-com. Shocking movie. <laughs> City Slickers. Shocking movie. I don't mind City Slickers. There's a the ice cream store. There's Jack Delance. Shocking. Reba McIntyre's onset lover. Reba's That's not weird. in it. There is no way she's in it. Look, I think he's good. I think he's a fucking good writer. I think he's. Hey, this is. Why am I defending Billy Crystal when you're the bloke who messages me going, you know what? Carrot Top, rate him. We made a pax. That we would never talk about that carrot top. I was in an emotional state. I was a vulnerable. Bullshit. And I saw him do a props. It was great. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I just got caught up in the moment. But Billy Crystal's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> right said Fred, acoustic version. I'm too sexy. Really? I mean, where were you at? Okay, I sent you that the other day. I stand by. You know what it was? The novelty was I'd never heard it. In fairness, I didn't know it existed. And I'm telling you, I think it's satirically a nice piece of work. By the way, that would be a great tombstone. Right, said Fred, I'm too sexy for this earth. <laughs> too sexy for this earth. I'm going to leave it. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. And I'm too sexy for Milan. Too sexy for Milan, New York and Japan Getting sexy and I'm too sexy for your party Too sexy for your party The way I'm disco dancing I'm a model, you know what I mean And I do my little turn on the catwalk yeah, on the catwalk, on the catwalk, yeah, I shake my little tush on the catwalk, I shake my tush, come on. I'm telling you, it's actually at its core, not a bad tune, and Tombstone. Anyway, Super Bowl? Great game.